This Onside Rewind is brought to you by M&S Air Conditioning. Folks, air quality in your home or business is so important now more than ever. Call M&S Air Conditioning right now. Let them install a high-efficiency polarized air filter in your AC unit, and it destroys biological contaminants and improves air quality. Visit M&S Air Conditioning at ac-florida.com. Circle Digest. To text the show, 844-416-8123. That's 844-416-8123. Here's your host, Sean Stanley. Square Circle Digest back. Onside Radio, don't forget. Texas. 844-416-8123. Give us a call. 888-441-4623. Before we went to break, I was talking about Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa. Check that out on the uh, podcast. Hey, hey Sean, before, yeah. I don't want to break your thought right quick. No, no, Man, listen. Just like you said, before you went to break, I was listening deeply, intensely of everything you were saying. And I have to admit, those guys and females are some true athletes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, it's, I understand it's a little you know, theater into it, but man, um, all the stuff that you just said, going through a table, jumping off this and hitting on thumbtacks and flying through the air, and do you know what type of contortion and muscle and flexibility and strength you will have to have to perform those feats? Man, I, I, I mean, I watched it, I loved it, but today's wrestling is definitely on a whole different level. Those are some true athletes. No, they're, it's, it's become more athletic. I mean, again, back in the day, you had the tough guys, right? It was all about the tough guys and everything else, and then now right, right. It's, it's really got into to athleticism. I mean, when you look at these guys and gals and what they do, and, and again, everybody's going to be like, oh, the table is – they take the, the – the infrastructure out of the tables. So you still, you're still falling from a 15 foot ladder. You're still landing on. Yes, you're not necessarily. Sometimes you're landing on cement. We've seen that before as well, right? Yeah, there's padding outside the ring that that does a little bit. But do me a favor, climb up 20 feet, fall, and and hit a little piece of uh, padding. Let me know how that feels, okay? Let me know how that feels. And they do this. Well, they were doing it before the coronavirus, night in and night out. Night in and night out, they were doing this. So all you that can sit there and use the F word, well, I got another F word for you. So looking at the uh, Britt Baker Thunder Rosa, that match there, I want to dive back into this because a little food for thought here, okay? Because AEW has been great at giving us a lot of these matches on TNT for free, right? Which is something WWE doesn't really do, right? They kind of lead up. Vince McMahon's got his business strategy of how he leads up to pay-per-views. And AEW's kind of taken that mold and, and destroyed it and been like, okay, a lot of people aren't liking what WWE's doing. If we do it differently, if we do it differently... They're going to like our product. And so far, that has worked. But my question is this. As it's going forward and into the future, they're doing four pay-per-views right now, four, I believe, maybe five, a year. 
So you're able to throw some of these matches in there. As this grows, and I believe AEW will be growing pretty quickly, as this grows, will that same business model work if they're giving away this style of match? Now, I'm talking about what you saw on Wednesday night. Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, basically taking each other out thumbtacks, tables, ladders, chairs. If that is what you're getting for free on AEW TNT, or if they even want to take it over to their YouTube channel, which which I don't think they've done any of that as of yet, it's been very solid wrestling matches. Is that going to be a good business model for them if they're giving this type of match away for free on TV and then ask somebody to pay $49.99 for a pay-per-view that has great matches. Do not get me wrong on this. But when I look back at AEW Revolution and I see this match on AEW Dynamite, that match belonged on AEW Revolution. That match, to me, I would have paid money to watch that. Now I'm playing the result here. But going forward, if they don't have this match or matches possible at this level on the pay-per-view, I got I to gotta look at it and, and wonder what their, their business model is. Because I can tell you this, $49.99 is not that bad a price for a pay-per-view. I didn't really like the timing on the Sunday at 8 p.m. to midnight. The pay-per-view, wrestling-wise, I thought was well worth the money. But as you continue and you grow, and these feuds and these wrestlers, these performers, these entertainers, How do you work that to where you have this style of match for free on TNT? Now, I'm not saying you can't have lights out, unsanctioned matches and some hard-hitting matches. I'm not saying that. But that match right there between those two women, that was pay-per-view worthy. Now, I want to move off that MJF, the pinnacle, started that. He did a promo there, and he showed you exactly why. He's probably the future of AEW, and rightfully so. He can work. He can talk. He has it. There's a reason that he was brought into the inner circle. There's a reason they broke him away from Cody when they did. There's a reason he was undefeated for so long. There's, this is all reasons all being built up. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know that he's actually, because Chris Jericho took the pin. In the other matches, I think Wardlow has taken pins. I got to look back and see, but has NJF been pinned yet? 
on AEW TV or pay-per-view? And now he has the pinnacle with FTR, with Sean Spears, with Wardlow. And they're going to be going against the inner circle. Those are some great matchups. Santana Ortiz against FTR. Sean Spears, Sammy Guevara. Sean Spears, Chris Jericho. Sammy Guevara, NJF. Hager, Wardlow. You have so many good matchups, and you can mix and match wherever you want at the, with the tag teams. You can do Santana and Guevara against Harwood and Spears, any, any way you want to go. This is going to be good, and, and I think it will end with a Wargame-style match, which I think they have uh, I think they have the name or they're doing something similar to that. And I think this is going to gear, gear up to that. So I think with MJF, the star is about to shoot to the top with MJF. And I'm here for that because, uh, look, I'm not saying he's the greatest guy, but, hey, when you sit there and you watch what he does, how he does it, how calculated every move he does, everything he does means something, right? And and I go back to this, and this was one of the things – I'll never forget, uh, we were at the, at the time it was the FCW Training Center, which uh, Steve Kern, Norman Smiley, Dusty Rhodes, Billy Kidman, they were, they were there at the time. Uh, we did a tryout there. And Dusty and Steve Kern, kind of beforehand, were talking about how you can't do wasted movements. You cannot do wasted movements in pro wrestling. And they used this example, The Undertaker. When he walked to the ring, I don't know if you ever paid attention to it, and I didn't up until this point. Every step he took was on the gong. Every time he did anything, there was timing to it. He worked on that entrance over and over until it got to. When he stopped and a gong hit, then he would turn and start walking to the ring. Every step he took up to get into the ring was timed by the gong. And when you think about how detailed that is and what The Undertaker became, and you start looking at today's talent and how detailed MJF is on everything, up to the ring, right? On his pinky. MJF has it. And it will soon be at the top of AEW. I want to get into the NXT stand and deliver. Two matches uh, taking shape there. Finn Balor carrying Cross. That's going to be for the NXT title. Carrying Cross finally, I think, will uh, remember he won the NXT title and then uh, I believe it was uh, Torpec or his uh, rotator cuff. And then uh, he had to drop the title and then now he's back. Jordan Devlin from the NXT UK. Santos Escobar, they're going to unify the NXT Cruiserweight Championships. I'm here for that. I think they, look, man, Jordan Devlin can go. Santos Escobar can go. Not a bad thing. Molly Holly was uh, introduced as one of the inductees into the Hall of Fame this year. This week, Eric Bischoff, I'm back, announced for the WWE Hall of Fame. All for that. He deserves it for what he did uh, to push the bar, right? Because, again, 
WWE was in that frame of kind of coast mode, right? Ah, oh, everybody's going to watch the product anyways. Then WCW came along, what was it, 83 straight weeks. They beat the WWE in ring ratings. Then the Attitude Era took place. WWE didn't look back, ended up purchasing WCW from Ted Turner. Eric Bischoff comes in and works for Vince McMahon. And now we will see Eric Bischoff inducted into the Hall of Fame. And I wonder this, one thing I think Vince McMahon's going to do, come out and be the, the one to present him, just to be like a, ha-ha, I win, final time at the Hall of Fame. That would be interesting. Coming up next, Crosstalk, David Dwork, Chirping the Cats Radio right here, OnSideRadio.com.